Heroes and Tundra Heroes Dynasty Podcast. Today is October 17th. It is week 7 in the NFL season. My name is Austin Coombs. I'm your commissioner. Next to me is my co-host, Mr. Jacob Sanderson. What's up, Bisons? How are you doing today? It's a sad day. It's a sad day. It's the day that Mahomes died. Yeah. Uh, we have one special guest on here with us today. Uh, you might know him as Booger McFarland, as we like to call him. You also might know him as the four-time PC, PCW, PCW. Uh, wrestling champ, uh, Tom the London, di- sorry, the, what is your wrestling name again? David London. Oh, David, David London, I forgot which, I almost called him the London Dynasty, the brothers, um, you know, he's a, he's a professional wrestler, he's fought some of the greats, but he's here to join us today to tell us how bad he is at fantasy football. Tom, introduce yourself. That's a four-time PCW tag team champion, David London, also uh, better than you every single time I've played you in fantasy football. That, that's literally true. As we play literally each other, true. As we play each other this week, you might go 4-0 against me, because last year was the most tilting three losses I've ever had in my life, because I had a better team than you, and somehow managed to lose those three games only. Get used to it. For those just joining us on their drive to work, um, we are in the middle of the Mahomes funeral game. Um, Tom, the Broncos are down 20-6, to but are they winning the battle of attrition? More and more every play. The one yard at a time. Uh, we were talking before we started recording here what we thought, thought the final scores would be. Um, I think we came to the consensus that uh, with about, you know, the whole fourth quarter and at least half the third, I think we've got scores 20 to 3 right now. 20 to 6? It's 20, 20 to 6. 6. I think we've got a final score here in our lines of 23 to 13. Let's see how close we get. The Chiefs are driving. They're on their own 28-yard line, 27-yard line. Uh, and Matt Moore's going to throw a two-yard check down to Travis Kelsey. Hopefully. Um, oh, and it was a five-yard check down to Demarcus Robinson. Oh, he's, oh my God, he spent too much time with LaShawn McCoy. Get that ball pucked. Yeah. Just want to note that it's not Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Uh, Sad day for Tyreek. We're going to pour one out for the Tyreek uh, Hill owners out here. And cheers to that. As Jacob, as I own him in Dynasty, and as Jacob owns him in his league. We lose the fucking Nick. Yeah. Well, not you, Nick Martineau. The other probably better oh, I in fantasy absolutely Nick. absolutely did not lose to Nick Martineau last week. I aggressively didn't lose to Nick Martineau yeah. last week. So we get started here. Um, so we're going to start with a quick question of the day. Um, in case you all didn't see Sid's game last week, um, Jared Goff put up a wonderful stat line. Did he score two points? No. Nope. Was it one point? One point eight points. Is that Tyreek Hill open? Is that Tyreek Hill for a touchdown? We're getting a touchdown, Tyreek Hill. Yes. 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 Let's fucking go. Fuck you, Nick Woodward. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Fuck yeah! Woo! 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 Oh yes! To oh yes! That sick? sick. Yeah! There it is. That is the seven fist pumps. Is he going for eight? Woo! That's eight. Eight fist pumps. Yes. Seven. 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 Eight fist pumps there for Mr. Jacob Sanderson as Tyree Kill um, really went for this deep ball. Matt Moore finally aired it out uh, and he beat him on the coverage. So, yeah, uh, we were just about to ask about um, Sid's game last week. Um, I'm going to try and get less distracted here this time as we did last time we watched it. But, uh, yeah, last week, uh, Sid had the wonderful realization that Jared Goff is uh, hashtag not good at football. Um, She already thought that beforehand. But as Tom, Jacob, and I have all offered her, excuse me, multiple trades for him, uh, we want to play a would-you-rather game. And so, uh, Tom, I'm going to turn it over to you, give you the first option here. So, in a dynasty format like this, who would you rather have? Uh, our star of the show last week, Baker Mayfield or Jared, Jared Goff. Goff? 
Jared Goff. Why? Because Baker Mayfield really bad at football. <laughs> Jacob. Oh, it's it's Goff. Um, Goff is a better coach. It's actually not even close. Um, Goff has a better O line, although really barely. They're both terrible. Uh, Goff has better receivers on the whole, and uh, yeah, it's Goff. It's Goff. Cool. Goff. Yeah, you know that um, Goff doesn't give up uh, footballs at the rate that Baker Mayfield does to the other. Goff team. usually throws the ball to his own team. I think Baker's on pace for like thirty-eight interceptions this year, and so that's many interceptions. Actually, and last year, disgusting. And in college. Um, no, I think uh, I'm still going to be the Baker Mayfield truther here. Uh, love the guy, but he is going to have a better long-term play. I think what we saw from Jared Goff is that he is a going to be what we affectionately call a system quarterback. He scored 1.12 points last week for Sid on 13 for 24 for 78 yards with a fumble. Um, I don't care how good that is. I still think Baker would have put more points. They haven't played the 49ers this year, right? Uh, Baker? Browns? Yeah, no. Yeah, that was the whole game that he was awful, that he right. may or may not have shaken right. Richard Sherman's hand. Right, that was last yeah, week. Yeah, scored like negative yeah, points. So, uh, Everyone that's played the 49ers has been terrible. Okay. The best defense awesome. in the NFL. Update, the 49ers are good, and I'm very happy to pick them up in your league. Yeah, um, no, they're great. So, uh, let's think of another quarterback here. Uh, Daniel Jones or Jared Goff? Jared Goff. Daniel Jones. So, Jacob, I want you to go first this time. Why would you rather have Daniel Jones than Jared Goff? Uh, Daniel Jones has got the Konami code. He runs the ball in fantasy football. It doesn't matter how good of an actual quarterback it are. You are, if you can run the ball, and you can play in an offense with some decent weapons and a decent coach, then you're a good fantasy football asset, so I would take Daniel Jones. Right, and why would Not you... Not in real life, but in fantasy. Yeah. Uh, why Noah Fant you... cannot catch a ball. That's his third blatant drop. Why would you... reminds me of TJ Hawkinson. Oh. They both went to the same school. Why would you uh, take Jared Goff instead of uh, uh, Daniel Jones? Because New York is a quarterback What eater. the fuck is that? Yeah, that was a pretty garbage drop. Um, just that's why because you think he's just going to turn out garbage or yeah 100% right, so you're telling me that you do not have him ranked as a top 5 dynasty quarterback like Jacob does not a chance right. well, I can I rattle not... off 5 what? names better than him dynasty okay name them right no. now go Lamar yep Shocker Mahomes yep Shocker went Lamar Wilson. first uh, no Wilson Joe Flacco? Joe Flacco? Goff? No. You got Carson Wentz up there? I, I Josh Allen Wentz up there. there. Wentz, I, Wentz I'd put there. Allen above Wentz. But, no, but not put Allen, but I would put Wentz above him. Yeah. Um, what about for another quarterback here we're going to compare to Jared Goff? Um, Who would you rather have in Dynasty? Russell Wilson or Jared Goff? Russell Wilson. 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 Uh, you, are you going to win now mentality? What uh, if I mean, you're a rebuilding team? If you're a rebuilding team, I guess Goff. But but I He's, think for the what, majority team, thirty years old. Yeah, Goff's like twenty-seven. Yeah, but yeah, I'd, I'd I'd probably take Wilson in unless my team is like really shit. Fair. Yeah, like I, awesome. like I right now, even as I am a building for the future team, I would give up more assets for Wilson than I would for Goff. I see. Okay, so what you're saying in the moral of this is, Sid, don't panic about Jared Goff. He's good. There are better quarterbacks out there, but oh, actually, you know what? Before we wrap this a up, lot better, real who would you rather have, Sam Darnold or Jared Goff? Darnold, easy. Goff. Where do you go, Darnold? Darnold is currently better at football, and he's even younger. And Goff is Darnold has Darnold, Darnold and Goff are going to be, I think, fairly similar assets the rest of the season. Darnold has the worst coach in America. Goff has one of the best coaches in America. 
one day that will turn around and Darnold will become a much better fantasy actor. You mean one day Sam Darnold won't have the butthole as his own coach? One day Darnold will have a person who who understands offense and a, a whole new world will be unleashed. He was so impressive against Dallas. Did I watched you? the entirety of that game. That guy's got excellent Wait. pocket presence. He's got a great arm. He was zipping it in there. He had a beautiful that touch deep throw to Robbie Anderson was fantastic. Sorry, was that the the Jets game against the Cowboys? Yes. Was that the the Jets game that the Owen sorry Owen five Jets became the one in five Jets? I just want to correct. Was that is that correct? Well, I mean no, because they were zero four. Oh, but... sorry, they were zero four. <laughs> they became one in four, so they were winless. They won. Who did they beat again? Can you remind me? They beat the Cowboys. They were eight and a half point underdogs, and I had the Jets. I bet on the Jets straight up, and it was a great pick. So you're telling me the Cowboys are hashtag bad at football? The Cowboys. I would bet on the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Okay, this was the whole rant of fuck the Cowboys, fuck no, you, Adam, I'm, I'm and fuck the Cowboys. Board. I'm jumping off board. The no. Cowboys are a great no. Super Bowl bet right now. I'm going to no. do it live on the podcast. I'm gonna put, right now? I'm going to live okay. on the podcast and put money okay. on the Cowboys. I want to see this, but uh, no. Great. uh our resident Cowboys fan, Adam, uh, actually is now a resident Eagles fan. Uh, I will post that photo every single time. Actually, this week when the Eagles beat the Cowboys, and I will also put money on that. Um, Adam, there's a $20 bet on the line. I'll take the Eagles over the Cowboys. You let me know in the comments if you're taking that bet. Um, but, uh, yeah, I got a bet hard I'm, I'm glad you wish to be poor, Austin. Hey, you know what? I believe in my team. We're pretty garbage in the secondary, but past that, we're a great team. All I need is Wentz to get hurt and then we'll trade back for Foles. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Coming off the, his own IR. IR. But, uh, yeah, no, so I just want to point out the Cowboys lost. Um, our second question here of the day. We had a second quick question. If you go back to the show. I'm betting, betting on the Cowboys. Sorry. The question is, who would be the best if Mahomes is indeed out for the season? Sorry, yeah, let's set this up real quick because you guys already know this, but we were watching the game, getting ready to start. Uh, here's a little bit of an advice from the three of us. You know, I don't think any of us will end up NFL coaches, but Tom has coached a lot of high school football in his life. Tom, it's third and one in the Canadian Football League, or it's fourth and one in the NFL, and you want to go for it. Who should you go for it with? You're Anyone starting... Other you're, than your starting quarterback. You're starting... With a, with a bum ankle. <laughs> your MVP caliber starting quarterback, not him? Literally any quarterback on your roster, yeah. Yeah. So we've only watched this. The replay's actually on as I'm talking. But... Uh, I haven't looked at Pro Football Doc, but there's a lot of reports coming out that he's probably going to be out for the season. Uh, the Chiefs have legitimate Super Bowl aspirations. Uh, are we going with Matt Moore is not the guy to get them to the Super Bowl? Not the guy. To get he's them not to the, the guy. So who do you see them trading for realistically? Who would you like to see behind center in a Kansas uh, City realistic? uniform? Well, you can. Well, I mean, we'd all love can to see Aaron Rodgers behind court. Like, no. Okay. Okay. Aaron Rodgers is terrible. Well, not. Not. Aaron Rodgers is also not a top 10 dynasty quarterback from last week, and I will argue about that off the camera. He's not a top 10 redraft quarterback. He's not. He's bad. He's downslope of his career. Anyways, who would you like to see behind center? Tom, I'll let you go first. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Why? Because he's a perfect fit for their system. And they're and they're better with their current quarterback. Yeah, you think, like, you think the Panthers are better without Cam Newton? Yeah, look at the Carolina. last two years Cam Newton's been under center in Carolina. And yeah. Watch but... this guy play. The team actually plays for this guy. Yeah. Newton, Newton can... lost the Panthers the day he didn't jump on a fumble in the Super Bowl. Fair. He lost his team right there. Fair. And you think you'd fit in here with Andy Reid and Kansas City Chiefs a lot better than... Any Nose? quarterback can fit with Andy Reid. Fair. Not Matt Moore. <laughs> he, just threw that, he just threw that nice pass he there. He threw one good pass. He, we know we could have... Oh, who's down now? One good pass is all you need. That's a lineman down for Kansas City. That would be an offensive lineman. Um, that is Cameron Irving. Uh, oh, no. Where did he go to college? It's Martinez Rankin. Where did he go to college? 
Well, apparently Mississippi State was on oh. the screen, but Dang, Cameron Irving right. went to Florida State. I see. Um, I am going to go with Tyrod Taylor. Um, although I also think Cam is probably better, but I feel the need to say someone different to produce entertaining radio content. Um, Tyrod Taylor was really fun with the Bills. Yep. Um, was usually a top 10, top 15 quarterback in most efficiency matrix. Things that he can do better than Cam are throw the deep ball, for sure. Cam's got no throw shoulder. a much prettier deep ball than Cam Newton, which is really important when you have guys like Nicole Hardman, Tyreek Hill, maybe the ghost of Lizard King, Sammy Watkins. Um, and so I would love to see what um, Tyrod Taylor could do um, in this system. Plus, add in all the rushing ability and the type of zone read stuff that he could do. He could be reunited with LaShawn McCoy in the backfield. I think that would be a blast. They could probably get him for like a fourth-round pick, fifth-round pick easily. He's just sitting there backing up Phillip Rivers right now. What do you think he goes? What do you think Cam Newton goes for? Cam, I think they – I mean, I don't think there's any chance the Panthers trade Cam. Yeah, but um, my – You to give like a second. Yeah, my personal thought, especially with him being benched this week, and I think it would do great things in Dynasty, and Marcus Mariota has not – panned out how the Titans want him to. And so I think it's really important for them to just try and get some return on investment there. I mean, what was he, the second pick? Jamie's went first? In Cam Newton? No. Oh, uh, Mariota? Mar- yeah, Mariota's too. Yeah, he's yeah. Um, I think Mariota would just fit. Uh, he's got a lot of talent. Just, just bet on the Cowboys, by the way. What was it? 20? Congratulations, you successfully placed Sorry, the bet. line was 20 to 1 odds? 20 to 1. I would bet you $10. Put 10 bucks. That's a $200 payout if the Cowboys do. Can we just Hell quickly yeah. check the Eagles odds while you're there? Uh, uh, and let us know. And the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens are eighteen to one. The Eagles are hilariously sixteen to one, and oh. I feel slighted because the Indianapolis Colts. You did not mention that they are twenty six to one. Well, I figured you would have already had a bet on them. Twenty six to one no. is pretty good. You should bet on that one for I ten bucks. You <laughs> refuse to bet on your own team. Jacoby's bad. Um, sorry, did you? Uh, oh, oh, yeah, oh, Matt Moore, really you, good. You guys, he's great. Uh, how do you drop that interception there, number twenty seven on the Broncos? I, I can't get your name because the Broncos are bad. Um, no, back to Mariota though. I think uh, he'd be a perfect fit. The Titans have nothing to do with him. Uh, I think getting they're going to reinvest in their quarterback in this year and hope it turns out a little bit better than it did last time. But overall, if they don't um, recuperate something from them, they're just going to lose him at the end of the season because they're not going to want to pay him. They're going to draft a new quarterback, I think. So um, trading him away would be a great, great plan. So, yeah, those are our thoughts. That division's on. winnable. They're not going to just ride Tannehill in case he gets hurt. They're not trading Mariota. No, thanks. So, hey, we're just going some nice little... that. They're going to be yeah. dead in a couple of weeks. I don't think they have... They're going to finish fourth in that division. That was a pretty throw. Always do like that Anyways, um, so uh, today's content, we're going to bring you our guest, Tom. So, Tom, um, first off, uh, how do you know everyone? In what sense? Yeah, like, how do you know the league? For those of you that don't know Tom, uh, I've never met Mr. Tom Tipple before. Uh, Tom plays softball with us. I think you brought Brad Drake do it to a game last yeah. year. And he has stuck with our softball team ever since. So he is in the uh, Stone Cold Pitches division uh, as he runs his softball team. And half of us play on that team as well. True. Um, he's good buddies with Brad, who some of you would know. I mean, most of you that know Tom know that he's friends with Brad because you all know Brad. But for those viewers out there that don't know you, Tom, what are some fun facts about you? Uh, pro wrestler. Uh, former football player. Youngest offensive coordinator in Manitoba history. Uh, youngest assistant head coach in uh, high school history. Uh, put so, up 345 passing yards on St. Paul's and go fuck themselves. Fuck St. Paul's. Yeah. Will you fuck St. Paul's in the chat? Yeah, fuck St. Paul's. You yeah. know what? Sid just passed um, over. I don't hey, know. Sid, Sid, fuck St. Paul's. 
boxing Paul. Firm, firm believer did. in the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> she just gave St. Paul's the double middle finger, so cheers to that. Since from St. Mary's, she's yeah. definitely fucked St. Paul's. Fuck. Oh, 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 woo! I don't understand that joke. But uh, St. Mary's, everyone in St. Mary's is a bunch of hoes, and they all fuck St. Paul's boys. <laughs> Oh, I might take so a picture. So what you're saying is that I should have went there when they scouted me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You would have fucked a lot of Christians with guilt. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yes! We're gonna film this one live the Lord next can't time. See you back there. Yeah. It's the sex of the Lord can't see. I hope no one's too religious here, but I'll send you a video Walking if you aren't. So bad. Uh, anyways, Tell so uh, some might call you the Lindsay Please. Habib of football. Uh, as Lindsay Ooh. is the young coaching superstar of the volleyball world, and you are the young coaching superstar of the football world. Granted, you might be the oldest person in our league. The older than Brad? I think yeah. Andrew's older than me. Oh wow! It's your it's your Jameson. Like your division's the old guys. I, I think, almost named your division I old. Think, I think Andrew's older than me, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Well, um, so that's a bit about Tom. Two years. Um, Tom, who's the coolest person you've ever wrestled? Kenny Omega. Yeah. Yeah. There's a documentary on Kenny Omega on TSN, and if you go look at it, you can clearly see Tom. Clear as day. It's super sick. Watch the documentary. Yeah, you can see when my shoulder separated from its socket. What's the most Mm -hmm. devastating injury you've had playing football or wrestling? Uh, Temporary paralysis. Shit. Turning a kick, uh, neck got jammed back into my spine, then I got landed on by the linebacker, and, uh, you know... Was paralyzed, Flacco. so you know that's the if that's that, that's that, the worst one I've ever had. If that flag is for roughing the passer, I'm going to quit gonna football for forever. Holding. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, okay, so Tom, we're going to talk a bit about your fantasy football team here. So we're going to flash back um, to our inaugural startup draft here. Yeah. Uh, and we want to ask you a bit about your team. Go for it. Um, <laughs> cool. I'm going to. Um, so, how did you feel coming out of the draft about your team? Fantastic. Um, what was what was your favorite part about your team when you were? Everyone that questioned me for drafting two tight ends. I'm pretty sure you drafted like eight. I drafted two tight ends in the first three rounds. Oh, yes, that. Did and you? I, oh, right. Yeah. Ertz, you had Ertz who I turned into who? I don't remember. Did you fill us in? Cooper Cup. Oh. Thank you very much. That seems like a great great steal. Yeah, so there's a reason I drafted two tight ends. I so, went in knowing that people would need them. It's also why I stole Darren Waller from me. Yeah, so uh, you took Alvin Kamara first, or second pick. Yep. Your first round. You took four tight ends then, hey? You, you have to cuck, too. Yeah. Yeah. So you took uh, Alvin Kamara yep. uh, first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that was pretty much a no-brainer. Do you regret at all not taking Christian McCaffrey? No. Every single day of your life? <laughs> no. Uh, only because um, you, if, if you regretted not taking a guy who breaks out in one year in a draft, you're probably going to regret every year of playing fantasy. Kamar hasn't necessarily let me down, but he hasn't won me a week. But at the same time, I'm not sitting here going like, "Oh, if only I had that one guy." Yeah, it's not. It's just not how I am. I don't regret it. No. So uh, I, I stuck with my gut. So those of you that weren't at the live draft, uh, Tom followed that up by taking Travis Kelsey at the two eleven and Zachary's at three point two, and I immediately put a dumb st- uh, on our on our draft board. I put a sticker that said "dumb pick, wasted pick, um, wasted pick." I mean, I'm going to defend the ways that, okay, not on Kelsey. Kelsey's a great pick. I mean, the Ertz pick was good because you traded him. That was the plan the whole time. I mean, if but, you look at if you look at who went after Zach Ertz. But here's like, my, you went, you could have taken George Kittle. Like you could have younger, had, better, more yeah, well, value that, in that's dynasty. True. You should have taken Kittle, yeah. Like if you're going to do yeah. that plan, but even turning him into Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup went about 
13 picks later, roughly. That's fine. Um, so couldn't you have just taken him? I mean, you didn't know he was going to break out like he did. But uh, And it's not like you took Antonio Brown in the third round like some idiots here. Well, I'm not a moron. Yeah, I mean, so, that's just fuck. Whoever took Antonio Brown is probably an idiot. I, I actually, I mean, we all knew that was dumb when you did it. You want to talk about my wasted pick? Let's talk about your wasted pick, homie. Yeah. My my pick's still in the league. <laughs> not threatening witnesses. <laughs> getting cut from two teams. Oh, God. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, you picked, uh, you got Sonny Michelle in the fourth. Uh, Lamar, uh, I'm small homer pick there. Yeah, but also, oh, why? The, also, I mean, he would yeah. be after I just after what I just saw with Mahomes' knee. You could argue he's the number one dynasty quarterback right now. Who would you? Who'd you rather have, Jared Goff or Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson, exactly. Sid, Sid took Jared Goff on pick four. Oh, that was a weird call. Um, I was. I think. Was, yeah. I think our big happy. question uh, that both Jake and I will have yep. uh, is: you didn't take a wide receiver until the seventh round. Yep. That's a that's a Tom classic. A, Every league I've been in with Tom, he just pretends that the wide receiver position doesn't exist. Like, do you agree with Jacob and I's feelings that wide receivers tend to have a longer career, mm-hmm. and therefore probably a bit more value in Dynasty? No. No? No, because wide receivers don't get rushing and receiving, and very rarely have the chance of having rushing touchdowns and receiving touchdowns. So I, I value running back. I'm biased because I was one, but... Yeah. Chalk off to Freeman. Check off to no. Don't if you're gonna don't check so off the phone, my man. my uh, my thing is is I drafted Williams. I, I I knew going in Williams was gonna be my first receiver off the board. It was a matter of when, but I could kind of sense that the room was starting to recognize that he was still available. Mm-hmm. So I took him a little earlier than I wanted, but I also knew that I could move him. So I knew going in that I wasn't gonna draft receivers. I was gonna trade four receivers. When I knew where the league was shifting, mm. um, so that was that was my plan going in the whole time, and I've done that with uh, with ending up with Cup and Beckham, and I've still maintained two top tier running backs, my top ten tight end. Like it, that was the whole plan going in, and you can kind of see that in my draft board, and and I'm 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 happy I stuck with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think? And if you need, I can pull your draft board up here. What do you think was your biggest Sneaky pick, like what? I'm besides Darren Waller, who I lost it when you picked up the Walrus. You made the mistake of telling me you wanted him like four months ahead of time, and I remembered that. Did you? Yeah, steel trap, buddy. Yeah. Um. That's depressing. What up? My sneakiest, my sneakiest draft pick. I should have left Miles Boykin for you instead. Man, you took Miles Boykin to take it for Darren Waller. Yeah, actually, I don't even want to know way. who I picked around of Darren Waller. The same it's be really my Darren sneakiest, Waller. my sneakiest. Draft Chris player. Herndon. I somewhat stand by that at the time. Mm. Michael Hardman was the pick before that. Oh well, that's fine. I really stand by Michael Hardman. Well, seeing as how I've traded my entire team pretty much at this point uh, from my draft, my you know my sneakiest draft pick it was probably Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And the, well, we yeah. talked about in the last yeah. podcast. You took him at five two. Um, uh, quarterbacks that went for him: Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield, Deshaun Watson, and Patrick Mahomes. Um, I think we argued about this enough that we'd all rather have Lamar than Jared. All Rodgers, I mean, Baker. I think you'd rather. Who, there's no who. What quarterback would you not rather have Lamar than other than Mahomes Deshaun? If his, yeah, Mahomes if he's if okay. His, if his, if he Mahomes two hours ago, yes. Deshaun Watson, no, you could make the even, argument. Not even close. Watson I, will be. 
pretty much too beat up to compete in the league in the next three to four years. To me, it's to me, it's, it's Mahomes, it's Jackson, and then it's a massive gulf before you can start talking about the third best. I think I think you'd have to talk Deshaun Watson in there, and then you can have that goal. Deshaun Watson would be my third, but it, he would be a lot closer to the fourth than he would be to one. I would uh, yeah. getting back to the question: Why I think he's the sneakiest pick is uh, has to do with a little bit of hindsight. So looking at the cluster that was drafted quarterbacks after that, Lamar would have been gone immediately. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. my high belief in my uh, homerism, which uh, number one offense in the NFL, panning out makes him the sneakiest pick uh, of my draft. Yeah. So um, I will commend you as I look through this. Uh, Jacob, I'm going to give you a number. Um, are you going to go over or under um, four and a half Baltimore Ravens did Tom draft? Well, let's see. He drafted um, drafted Lamar. Mm-hmm. He drafted uh, Marquise Brown. He drafted Justice Hill. Um, he drafted... Well, I, I know you... I see your hand, Tom. I just want to try and guess them. Um... He drafted the Ravens defense. That's four. And he I got more I drafted Mark Ingram. I traded him to Tom, but I drafted Mark Ingram. And I think you drafted Miles Boykin, so four. I wanted yeah. Ingram. Ingram was the one that I was really He drafted uh, Mark Andrews. I don't know if that what you talk. I uh I was I was hurt that Ingram went off the board uh, the same round I was gonna take him. Kieran took Mark Andrews at the thirteenth at the end of the thirteenth. That's a great pick. Um one hundred percent You took pick. Justice Hill instead. Uh, and I'd just like to shout out. Yeah. Um, I thought Hayden Hurst was. I'd like to shout out Adam, uh, Adam, Adam, uh, for taking Kalen Bellage when he could have had Mark Andrews. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah for a guy who's six and zero, you got lucky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> let's talk about now, Tom. Um, yeah. So, how are you feeling about? Okay, I was going to ask you how you feel about your team now, but before we get into that, yeah. we got to talk about the trade. Like, it's kind of been the big, big trade. The for the. I, I, Jacob encompassed it. Which which one? Perfectly. Let's go. Let's go Perfectly. with uh, his breakdown was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You loved. What what made you want to do it? I got tired of scoring 165 plus points and losing by people that magically had the four touchdown game. And I can't make smarter plays scoring 162 plus points on average and losing games. Because somebody lucked out. It started, was driving me crazy, and I, I needed to be able to smoke everyone else uh, in the league aside from Adam. And, and I want to be clear. like Even though I was defending my side of the trade last time, I also think it was a good trade for Tom. I, I think that like my, my draft was... Uh, well, I like some of my picks in later rounds, but my early draft was horrific. Um, Beckham, the fifth overall, looks like an awful pick. Jones in the second round, I think, is still a fine pick. Cooks Steel. was bad. OJ in the fifth round was Howard. So, I mean, my team is not going to win the league this year. Um, but I think for Tom's team, which was really situated in a good place, I, I 100% see why you made the trade. And the draft picks are less valuable if you're trying to win the trade this year. So I, I think it made sense. And I mean, I mean, the to me, the the best trade I've made this year wasn't even in that in that. Uh, slew of trades. The best trade I made all year was the Ingram trade. 
because he sure. made it he made it possible for me to make that other deal. Yeah, so let's quickly go over. You made tra- I could trade those guys those for those wide receivers because I knew I had an RB10 on my roster already. So are you confident that, that Ingram is going to continue to perform the rest of the season? Because I have no. concerns of Ingram because Gus is starting to get a lot of snaps. Uh, and Justice is getting some too. Here's the reason Justice Hill played the last game is they knew they weren't losing that game. So if you've watched the Ravens like I have, which, fat chance, the, uh, I definitely the, have not. the Ravens have only included Justice Hill in games, in games they knew they weren't going to lose. Okay. And in games where they knew they weren't going to lose, Ingram's handled every heavy situation carry in the game. I'm not worried about him not producing. Like, I know I'm going to get vultured by Gus Edwards, um, which if anyone has texted me during Ravens games knows how much I hate him. Every time that, that there's a Ravens game and but, I see on my CBS, Gus Edwards rushes for two yards left end, I'll, and I text Tom and I just go, Gus, in all caps. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. Mark Ingram leads the league in rushing touchdowns this season. And I don't think are you taking a water bet leagues. on that? Yeah, 100%. How many is he at right now? He's, he's leading right now. Yeah. Six or seven? Yeah. I'll take that water bet with you. Yeah, who do you think is going to beat him? I don't know. I just, I'll take the field. Just based on opportunity. I'll take the field. Like, name one dude you think could beat him. I, I think Tom's right, actually. The only person Dalvin I'm worried Cook. about... No, not a chance. The only yeah, person... I, look at this division. Not a chance. The only person I'm worried about beating Mark Ingram in rushing touchdowns this season is Christian McCaffrey. Because he's an absolute oh, yeah. nightmare. Yeah. Um, so you got made seven trades quick. Um, have I made seven? You've already? made seven. So Jacob and I are going to rate them quick. Made with me. Uh, a few. At least three. So your first one um, was on September 11th. Um, that was the Ingram trade. That was no. That was uh, uh, Crowder and Cup for Ertz and Thompson. Uh, you oh. don't get to comment on it yet. What do you think? Who's got the winner of that one? Uh, I think it's Crowder is... and Cup. So obvious. It was obvious when it happened. Who who the other side? Who am I offending? Uh, Andrew? Andrew Jameson. Okay. I, I mean, we discussed this I, at I've the gym learned, at six thirty. I've morning. now learned via Brad that when I criticize other people's trades, that people have very negative reactions. So I'm going to say that Andrew's a great dude, and his favorite number is the same as mine. I also love the Red Sox and Andrew Benatendi, and Tom won the trade. There we go. I have to agree with that. Card's a good piece. Uh, Tom, actually, I think Thompson's a good piece, but Cups had a great breakout season here. Yeah. Uh, your second one was on the 18th. Uh, you traded with Brad. Uh, you got Hopkins, Dorsett, Henry, and his second for Josh Gordon, James White, Kamara, and a third. So Everyone that with... later ended up on Tom's team in like two weeks. Yeah, and so I think, uh, I remember when this originally came Wait, out. Wait, you want to run that by me again? You got Hopkins, yeah. Dorsett, yeah. Henry, yeah. and a second yeah. for Josh Gordon, I need those yeah. guys on your James team. White, and Alvin Kamara. Kamara's on my team. Yeah. No, no, I mean, any of the oh, guys... No, I gave up Kamara. Uh, any of the guys you received. Hopkins, Dorsett, Derek Henry, and the second. Because the second no, is on none, my team. None of them are... Hopkins yeah. is on Lindsay's Henry's team. Is gone. Yeah. Henry is on Andrew's team. Yeah. I moved and Dorsett is on anyone's team? I think looking Someone at this... I think looking at this trade, uh, I think it's very... It's the same. Um, Hopkins for Kamara, sure. I think wide receivers have more value, but Hopkins look terrible this year. But That's I think he's going to be just fine. Um, Dorsett and Gordon, it's the New yeah, England Patriots. But you got it. And Henry and White. Henry is great, but... So when I made that trade, I knew that I was going to move Henry and Hopkins. So And then they were really, really briefly on my team for about so a minute. Mark Ingram, uh, you got in exchange for... Uh, 
Mike Williams and a second round pick of yep. Brad Henderson's. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. So it was a nice. Pick, I nice traded Williams. This I knew I was trading Williams the second I got Hopkins. Yeah. Um, and then I, and I, and I, I the only person, still, I, the, the only person I talked to about that trade was JP. I'm, by the way, I'm pumped on that trade, even on the long term. I get that Ingram's better oh, 100%. this season, but like Williams, he's getting targets. Yep. He looks good, and they're forcing him the ball. For sure. I'm, I'm not going to make con- comments on how valuable I think Brad's second round pick is going to be. No. I'm worried about. I think it'll be quite valuable based on. Our I'm power worried rankings. about Mike Williams post Philip Rivers. Yeah. Yes, you know what? That's a that's serious fair. concern I've had about so Keenan Allen. Oh, so yeah. So actually, well, no, Allen's everyone. He's so good. Yeah, but he's but I, still, if you bring in a rookie quarterback eventually, they're going to be yeah. not as good. Like, now, just straight up. I already talked about this guy. Their backup is Tyrod. Yep. I think that, like, if they keep Tyrod, I think they have a great option where they can keep him as a bridge starter, where he's not the answer. They should have kept Cardell Jones. He, like, I mean, I, I'm a I'm a Tyrod believer, so, like, I think... Me too. He, I think he's in the kind of Jacoby Brissett Baltimore zone Ravens. of guys that you, that if they can draft a rookie quarterback... Yep. Playing Tyrod is not a disaster. The nope. offense will be functional. You groom the backup quarterback the right way and eventually get someone in. I mean, the thing with Mike Williams is he's the kind of receiver that doesn't need an accurate quarterback. You just throw it up, and he's a great contested catch guy. He's not a timing, precision-type receiver, so I think he's the type of receiver that can perform with mediocre quarterbacks. Yeah. True. Yep. Um, and so, uh, for the sake of time, I'm not going to go through Jacob trade. We went into that deep uh, when it happened. Can I talk about um, my big Diggs energy trade, please? Yeah. No, no, like, first of all, I, I want to recognize this is the flukiest shit ever that I traded for a down and out Stefan Diggs and an injured Hunter Henry, and that they put up 74 combined points in one week. But fuck, was it funny. And um, I was really, really enjoyed it. That's in this league, right? We'll get to that <laughs> okay. in the trade segment here. But uh, yeah, so those are your, kind of look your some of your trades you made to get yourself here. Yeah. Um, you're competing this year. That is obviously guaranteed. I'm competing the next three years. Yeah, you are here to win right now. Yes, right now. So, yeah. um, what do you see has to kind of go your way to be able to obviously take down Adam, who we have as number one in our power rankings. You got past Lindsay this week, which was going to be a good sign. But um, how are you feeling overall about your team? Fantastic. Like what? Anything you're worried about on your team? Odell right Beckham. Odell, you have Beckham right now? Yeah, yeah I traded right. him Beckham. Right. Yeah. Maybe I can make a trade for that. Maybe Ideally, absolutely. Things. Yeah. yeah. I, so. I want Beckham so bad, but he won't give him to me. No, I don't like anything you have Beckham. And for you, you're giving up one of whatever you don't like out of your top three players. That's what you're giving up. It's, so. it's, it's Carson Thomas Hill. Figure it out. I don't have a right. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, want, I don't want your crapshoot of three players. Carson? Well, and someone else. Wow, that seems like a guy. Yeah, whoever you offered me last time was god awful. I don't remember what I offered you. Me either. It was that so was forgettable. A nice Joe Flacco check down to Deshaun so, Hamilton. Uh, yeah, that awesome. that's my biggest worry is is Odell only because I think Kitchens is getting fired and Baker's brutal. Kitchens and Kareem Hunt is coming on a bad thing. Um, uh, a, a coach change mid season. So our last little bit to go over here. Uh, you got a biggest regret? Anything you've regretted so far this season, or you think you're in a good spot? Um. The only thing I've regretted this year is not taking Curtis Samuel from Jacob three weeks ago. Oh, it was, it was the option was there. Yeah, I was. A, it was a trade that, looking back on it, I could have made now and still wound up with all the players I have now. It just misses. I didn't trust their rookie QB, and that was my mistake. Targets mm-hmm. alone. 
The only regret I have. I I believe in Sony Samuel. Michelle. So I'm still so, down to move Samuel. So you're telling me you don't regret that Flacco is no longer a Raven? <laughs> he won us a uh, Super Bowl. And so. that's a, he's a, he's, he has more Super Bowl MVPs than Carson Wentz. You know what? That's Will okay. ever have. Oh, true. That's probably also true. Um, so we're going to go over a weekly recap now. Uh, we have some tilts to go through as we go yeah. through here. So the first game was uh, myself against Trevor. Uh, I dominated him. It was a little close for a little while there. But uh, Kyler Murray putting up almost 30 points was really nice. Uh, AP. The ghost of Adrian Peterson came alive to a tune of 16 points. Um, you know, it was a nice, nice little bounce back for having some guys on bye, trying to find people to just play. Um, Tyree Kill coming back was nice. Tyree Kill no longer existing right now is less nice. I mean, he but scored a beautiful he did score a he touchdown. He literally got 14 points on one play. Yeah, so that was the nice part. Um, but God. yeah, Trevor's team moves to 0-6. Uh, do we predict a win for Trevor this season? Yeah, uh, I mean, he might get it this week. Um, I mean, he's playing me. My team is no great shakes. He wins. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd pick my team, but yeah, I think I think that he could win. Yeah, so I uh, followed it up with uh, Adam Pollock playing Jameson. Uh, Adam, you know, the buzzsaw that is Adam's team. He actually fell short of his projections by four points, but it didn't matter. He still won by almost 50. Um, you know what? Looking at his Imagine team, being Adam. do you notice the funny thing about his team? I think he wins this year. Like, I think he wins this year, and then I think Adam has to rebuild. He's got Aaron Rodgers. He's got, he's got picks, though. Yeah, but he's got Tom. Have no picks. Aaron Rodgers so and Tom. Rebuild. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady picks. both are his quarterbacks, and his other quarterback is Case Keenum. Yes, he has uh, Dwayne Haskins on his bench, but. Who's garbage? I mean, I don't really care about quarterbacks, but I'm more concerned with if you look at his, like, the rest of his roster, they're all one year guys. Larry Fitzgerald. Eckler is not a long term piece. Uh, you, Devontae don't Freeman's, think he's staying there after Melvin leaves? Austin Eckler is a system product. He's right. not any good. Larry Fitzgerald. Um, Larry Fitzgerald's old spot. Gordon's not going anywhere. Um, Devontae Freeman is like awesome. pretty washed. Yep. Um, Had a great game last week, though. Jimmy Graham is, if you PPR. look in the Webster's Dictionary definition of washed, you would just see Jimmy Graham. Also, corpse. Uh, Cole Beasley is not exactly what you'd call a spry chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, Target machine. I mean, McCaffrey's awesome. Um, Keenan Allen, Tyler Boyd, yeah. nice pieces. James Conner leaves me with some questions, but... Um, you know what? I would still probably, if I was a betting man, bet uh, more money on Adam winning this. What are than the, the questions Cowboys? on James Conner? Everyone hates James Conner. Uh, here's okay. This is a separate thing. Yeah. I have James Conner in in a different league. This is the twenty dollars Pratt league. I've been trying desperately to get a tight end. I tilt that out of my fucking mind. I offered James Conner and DJ Moore to a person for George Kittle, who owned, who also owns Zach Ertz. He turned that down, and two hours later, he traded George Kittle straight up for Austin Eckler. Why are people so down on James Conner? That he's I good. don't get. That I don't get. He's um, good. He's not that good, but he's definitely better than Austin Eckler straight up. He's a top 15 up. running back the rest of the season and in Dynasty. James Conner's good. You want to take that water bet as well? Yeah, sure. Right. James Conner's good. Can we somewhere mark down that James Conner will not be a top 15 running back the rest of the season? Um, yeah, Jameson, uh, tough break. You moved down to 2-4. and four. Uh, Next game is uh, was the team that was referred, used to be referred to Tank for Tua. That is now, is that LaShawn McCoy? Yeah. No, he's holding the ball properly. It doesn't look like it could be. Oh, it is. Uh, now it is tanks are better than nukes. Uh, Jacob L. Sanderson, Fuck you, 200.92 points over Marty, um, who uh, scored 85.64. Be, yeah. Like, last week's that podcast. Was the most enjoyable Sunday of my entire last life. Last week. Watching Stefan Nig. Stefan Diggs. Oh, edit, edit. 
I was because I was thinking about Nuke. Watching <laughs> Stefan Diggs just absolutely fuck up the Eagles was the most enjoyable experience I think oh, I've ever man. had being live. It yeah, was so no, fun. it was not enjoyable as an Eagles fan. Um, last Lindsay week, hated his life all Sunday. Last week, yeah, he probably beats Tom if he doesn't make that trade. <laughs> oh, hey? well, easily he traded away seventy four points. Yeah. in two players. So uh, Marty, who we called the goat last week with his skills, he moves to three and three. Doesn't even put up hundred points. I think that will reflect heavily in the You're power rankings. Tough. Um, our next game, you know what? Our next game here is going to be Tom and Lindsay's game. Tom, congratulations on Thank moving up to three and three. Yep. Who are your three losses to this season? Do you remember? Me. It was one of them because uh, Odell on the slant route. Jacob. Right. Well, and Julio. Yeah. Brutal. Um, two garbage plays lost me that game. I think. I, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. Well, I don't, I don't actually. You know oh, what? um. Uh, Daniel Jones there. Yep. Uh, lost to him because of four oh. touchdowns due to oh, Aaron yeah. Jones. Um, that was tilting. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I, I mean. My losses you. have all been because of one guy going off. Garbage. Sounds yeah. like sounds like when you beat me last I'd year be, in the playoffs. I'd be damn near undefeated right now if not for uh, oh and Adam. That's how I felt. So, that's how I felt last year when Tom beat me in the playoffs and the two other times. Yeah. Um, you know what, Lindsay? Your team fun. came up short of projections here, only scoring one forty-two. But overall, uh, you know, I still think Lindsay is one of the top four He's teams in the play league. Action at Travis Kelsey. Um, and then our next game here, Kieran's Caribou's and the Cheese and Packers. Uh, you know what? Kieran came out of nowhere, put up a nice solid one sixty-seven. His team is like really deep. Yeah, I, I like his team a lot. Like Kieran ended up putting up the fourth highest score of the week. I think he's quietly at three and three. Like he moves the most in our power rankings every week because I don't know what to make of his team, but. This week, his team is death. Mayfield, Chubb, and Evans on bye. Oh. Who does he play this week? Uh, he plays Brad, so Brad's oh, going to get one this week. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, Brad needs one, as we'll talk about in a second. Sid moves down to 4-2. and two. She didn't have Saquon. I think that's the big thing here. Yeah. And she didn't even have her $88 for Wayne Gallman. Um, so that's a big, big loss. But uh, you know what? Putting up a respectable 141 uh, is good. It also would have won our game of the week, looking back in hindsight, uh, of course, Tom did win over Lindsay in our actual game of the week, but uh, Brad Henderson against Courtney Gabriel. Courtney wins with a score of one thirty six point six eight to one thirty five to point six two, one point zero six points of a win. It's a small margin of victory this week. Brad, how you Brad how you was on Brad? tilt. What do you think tilts Brad more, losing by one point zero six points or us telling him he's bad at trades? Um, I mean. Based on the comments, it seems like it's us telling him he's bad at trades. But I think in reality, <laughs> losing by 1.06 points in a game that close, Philip Rivers did everything he could to try and lose that game. I would like and to then, know that we both picked Brad last week. We yeah, don't hate Brad. No. We both picked him last week. We but, were wrong. Yeah. But we did pick him. Philip Rivers scored a few garbage time touch. A few? Yeah, he had two garbage time touchdowns there. Um, and he just put up enough points. He threw a late interception yeah. um, that... Almost put Brad back in the game, but Coco's team did just enough to win. Uh, Brad, you can probably blame this on Emmanuel Sanders. Excuse me, put going one for three with okay. zero yards. You got exactly one point yeah, for one you. One for three is a baseball line. Yeah. It's, it's a good baseball line. Wide receiver, too. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, really, uh, Coco, you can probably thank the New England Patriots for that yeah. win, and they're 27 points against the Giants. Um, actually, looking at this Chiefs game, I think the Chiefs might have outscored them. They've got, uh, like, 25. nine sacks right now. Yeah, so, uh, rough. So, that game was real close. I um, want to say, because Brad requested this, 
Brad called the Pat Mahomes would tear his ACL in week six. He was one week off, but that was really impressive. So congratulations. Kind of depressing. Bradstradamus. Kind of depressing. Yeah. So a couple of tilts of the week. Um, obviously, Brad Henderson and um, was it the, what was it about the Rams? You said? Or is that the wrong spot? Oh, oh, sorry, Rivers. I'm reading Rivers. Yeah, Rivers really trying to lose that game. Um, and then also, uh, Brad, the, like, winning that game for Coco at the same time. So, Brad, we feel you. We knew how you tilted. Uh, Sid's Jared Goff. One, like, we talked about at the beginning, but 1.12 points is ridiculous for a quarterback that is supposed to be, I would have said, top 10. Uh, not against the best defense against, in the NFL. Yeah. But even still, you think you can get at least five points, maybe. <laughs> But, uh, and all of the Falcons. Uh, Jacob, while you watch Royce Freeman, enjoy your life. Um, we want to talk about the Falcons really quick? Oh, yeah. Um, Specifically so Austin this was the This was the most aggravating. This is in my league, not in Dynasty. Um, so, going into the afternoon slate, I was projected to win by about 60. Um, I had Cooper Cup and Malcolm Brown, and he had literally all of the Falcons. He had Matt Ryan, Austin Hooper, um... What the fuck, Flacco? Um, he had Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones. <laughs> Playing four dudes on one team in the same lineup is horrific um, fantasy football plans. Um, but, of course, I got them in the week that he played Arizona. Um, I am leading the league in scoring in that league by nearly 100 points, and I am not in the playoffs currently because I'm tilting out of my fucking mind. Um, yeah. And I had Cooper Cup and Malcolm Brown being ruined. By Jared Goff's complete and Jared Goff! Uh, that was extremely tilting, and it almost ruined Big Dig's energy week. Uh, not quite, but it was pretty fucking aggravating. Um, Royce Freeman's like um, useless PPR points tonight are really helping me out in that league. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Um, and the reason this is relevant here is because Sid was sitting there thinking she had a chance to beat Kieran, she had a chance to beat Kieran, and Austin Hooper, who Jacob called last year one of the worst tight ends in football, um, did I say that last yeah, week? you did. I you apologize. hated. Yeah, Austin you ripped Hooper. on me continuously. For yeah, continually. Austin Hooper be might fair, be he's a lot better this year. <laughs> yeah, he might be a top three tight end this year. Don't do anything. Yeah. So Austin Hooper looked great. That's uh, helped Kieran get that win there. Um, and so we're gonna go through the power rankings here, um, real quick. Uh, number one, still Adam. He's six and zero. Not much else to say. He changed his name. Na- sorry, his name. His name this week. Uh, and I think that's the important part, to one shark <laughs> among 11 fish. And you know what I have to say to that, Adam? Fuck you. Fuck you were Adam. drunk when you did it. You were wearing an Eagles jersey. You were drunk texting me. Everyone knows the real championship game is going to be the semifinals when it's me and Adam. Winner of that game wins the league. You don't think you. it's going to be you guys in the finals? Like you, uh, No, look, the at, one look at the two... playoff standings. Yeah, but that's because you got to be the one and two seed. Like, this it is changes. very bad podcast content. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I don't think so, I'm gonna finish too. No. No. Okay. So we have Adam at number one. Uh, Tom, you've moved up to second in our power rankings. You can rip these apart later. Uh, you were at three last week. Lindsay moved down to just number three after losing to Tom. I think that's a good spot for both of them. Tom's record at three and three is a little bit deceptive. Uh, Lindsay at he four have and the two. Same team that he had for the first five weeks. Exactly. Season, so. uh, Lindsay is four and two in probably the most competitive division uh, of our league in the yeah. coaching squad division. Uh, Sid moves up a spot from number five to number four, even mm-hmm. with that loss. Um, we moved her up just because no Saquon means she didn't quite perform as well as she wanted. She didn't even have Gallman. They were both out. Uh, and she still put up a good number of points. Again, Marty put up 85, so you had to get past my guy. Yeah. 
Jacob moved up from 10 to 5. He takes energy! Just on that 200-point performance, we had to shoot him back up there. For a guy who's tanking, you look good. So, here's the thing. I've never... My usual belief in fantasy football, or my usual strategy, is you go for stars above depth. Um, I still probably stand by that, but I've never experienced this before. Mm-hmm. I have, like, three legitimate startable assets that I get to bench every week, which means from now until the end of the season, I will never play someone with a bad matchup because I don't have any stars and I don't have any awful plays, and it's kind of fun. So I've never played fantasy football this way before. It might work. I have Trevor this week. I have Coco next week. I think those are both winnable games. You could be looking at five Playoffs? Yeah, Maybe. Uh, at six, we have myself at three and three. Uh, put up a respectful 156. It was one of the decenter scores of the week. Um, again, I had uh, a few guys on by, which definitely hurt. But uh, Terry Hill is just coming back, put up a monster game, and then Patrick Mahomes got injured, and now I hit everything. So, Terry Hill still put up a monster game. Yeah, he did have one. Uh, I'm also really just looking forward to Evan Ingram being healthy again, because that was tough playing without him. Um, and Sammy Watkins, please. Go lay out in the sun. Uh, You're cold-blooded. You need to come back to my life. One piece. Uh, at seven, and I actually think we have ranked too low, uh, is Kieran. Uh, at three and three, after a good performance of 167. He did beat Sid. We have ranked higher right now, but I think Sid seems a little deeper. That is three of the top six is all in that coaching squad division. Um, that's going to be a tough, tough division to get a playoff spot out of. Yeah, I, I, ran, so, I only ranked him that low because he's going to lose this week because of his bye situation. Yeah. Um, but And that's going to be tough because he's probably going to be 3-4. and four, But his team is really deep. Uh, I mean, again, this is a guy that has all, like, yeah, his team is really, really deep. Guys that he can bench every week um, include dudes like Austin Hoover, for instance, who's your second tight end. He's got Cortland Sutton as a guy that's not even really particularly depending on. It's a depth piece. It's getting 15 points a week. I like Kieran's team. Yeah, I think Kieran's going to move up these things and surprise a lot of people. Um, if I had to pick somebody that's going to possibly move me out of playoff spot, I think it'll be Kieran. Uh, at 8, then, we move Nick Martineau. Daniel Jones is no longer the GOAT. I think he had his first rookie game there against the Patriots. Um, not his fault. He literally really... had no receivers. And no running backs. Yeah. So, it's probably not his fault. Uh, but yeah, Kier- Goodwill hunting. It's not your fault. <laughs> Marty, you got that big slip down there to 8th. Uh, up to ninth, The shocking story of the year. Coco at go, 9. Go, go, go. She is 3-3. Three and three. If the playoffs were to start right now, she would be in a tiebreaker for a playoff spot. She wouldn't win the tiebreaker. She wouldn't win the tiebreaker at all. But um, she'd be in a good spot. She'd actually be playing, if the playoffs started today, she'd be playing you in the loser bowl. That's true. So... Yeah, because you wouldn't have a playoff spot. Marty would. That's true. That'll change. Um, but yeah, so Coco, you know what? Way to get that master unit together. Um, you beat Brad. You deserve to move up. And a lot of positive things once the team gets healthy. That's a team to watch out for. If she can put another win or two together and her team gets healthy, she might start pushing for a playoff spot. Uh, at 10, we have Brad. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. It's uh, Sorry, Brad. It's not looking... There's some positives. If you lose to the MASH unit, you move down a spot. Yeah. Well, big positive. I mean, I would definitely pick him to win this week because he goes against uh, Kieran, whose entire team is on by. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, he has good players. My my issue with Brad is that he – or with Brad's team, not Brad the human. Um, my issue <laughs> we with love Brad's, Brad my the human. Brad team is that I don't think it's very well set up for Dynasty because he has a lot of dudes, Gore, Sanders, Julio, Crowder, um, Duke Johnson that are are 
Yeah, Duke, well, uh, I'm kind of not Duke Jackson. Chris Thompson, guys that are much better season-long assets than dynasty assets. And I don't know that he's his team is on the level of Adam, Tom, Lindsay, which I think is the big three. And, so, and then he doesn't really have any picks. So my worry is that if you don't have young dudes, there's a few, kills a great piece, but if you don't have a lot of young dudes and you don't have a lot of picks, then things can go downhill. Yeah. Uh, at 11, Andrew, he's This year, down. I think he might be a playoff team, Brad. Yeah. At 11 here, Andrew's fallen down from seven. Uh, just a rough week there, um, losing to Adam. You didn't look very impressive doing it. You're two and four. Uh, your division's up for grabs. I mean, Tom will probably run away with it. But, um, yeah. Like, oh, crazy things happen. Uh, game just ended here on Thursday Night Football. The Chiefs, 30. Broncos, 6. That means that we're off in a production. the game I've ever seen. Flacco is horrible. Yeah, I thought the Broncos Tell would at least it. put in a garbage time touchdown. Come on, Not Flacco. the Chiefs score a few other ones. So, that game's over. Thank God we don't have to watch that. The Chiefs do move to 5-2, and two, and the Broncos are down to 2-5. and five. Broncos are bad. If you're a Broncos fan, I feel bad for you. Um, Moving on then to our last is Trevor. We don't need to talk about Trevor. He's relevant. Hey, Trevor just got 16.7 points from Royce Freeman thanks to the PPR scoring system. So Love it. I am <laughs> so loving he, he might beat it. Me this week. Um, that's a good start. He's actually got a decent lineup for this week. Like, actually a pretty decent lineup. Um, so we're going to talk about our waivers quick here. Um, Robbie Anderson against Stephen Gilmore. Yeah. Corey Davis so, against uh, Stacey Hayward. Kevin yeah. Drake against Buffalo. So uh, real quick, it's, we're going to keep these waivers nice and short. There weren't really anything surprising. It was a really weak, 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 really weak week for waivers. Yeah. Um, so I'm getting it to pull up here, but I don't think anything uh, changed. Where are we? We got Hunter Renfro. That was 20 hours ago. That was right. Cool. Kieran paid for the Jags for. Would you like to know what Kieran did? What? He paid $5 for the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. I mean, not the worst. He Boy, dropped the Kansas easy. City Chiefs. In a week where you might struggle with everyone on bye, Kieran, you dropped the Kansas City. This is funnier now that the game just ended. If we filmed this yesterday like we normally do, this would not be as tilting. But to drop the Kansas City Chiefs defense for the Jags, who haven't played, so maybe they have a great game. But the Chiefs just killed the Broncos. They had, I think, 9 or 10 sacks. They had had 26 points. They had 26 points. Like That's all we need to say. Um, I got the Steelers two dollars. Thought someone else would bid on them. Uh, in case you're wondering, uh, the Steelers aren't by this week. Who the Steelers play next week? Uh, they play the Dolphins. They play the Dolphins. I went proactive and got them ahead of time. Uh, and then Jacob picked up uh, the Lazard. Yeah. And then uh, immediately dropped him. Uh, immediately dropped him. So. Well, I dropped him because of the stupid IR things. Because Sleeper's a fucking stupid app that no one should ever play fantasy football on. So maybe I'll get him back. We'll see. Oh, so you have a bid in for him right now. We'll see. Maybe Excuse me while I move up my bid because I realized he was still available. Um, yeah, and then Hunter Renthro, Jordan Wilkins, he picked up. Uh, Adam with the $0 Kansas City Chiefs defense pickup and start. Congrats on winning this week, Adam. Uh, and then I picked up the Titans to play on defense because I need an actual defense this week. So nothing exciting there. Um, yeah. Um, so all in all, that's kind of our waivers. We don't really even have anything from late last week to report on. Uh, there were a few trades this week, so we're going to talk trades um so tom how you feeling fantastic i talked in a little while how'd you like that thursday night football game while i pulled this up it was horrific it reminded me of everything flacco did for the ravens that wasn't winning a super bowl <laughs> uh, uh, post-traumatic but... stress syndrome flashbacks so um <laughs> sorry give me a second i just saw laughing. troy Polamalu flash across the screen like seven times 
to pick him off throwing in the bracket coverage. Yeah, it's no. just like a tick that I get <laughs> watching him throw it's a pass. It's you get when you look to the West. Um, as I look up here on TSN, are Brian Mudrick and Andrew Shear related? Because um, that would be terrifying. Brian. I don't really know who either of those two people are. Uh, Tom knows nothing about politics. For all of you politics majors in here, a.k.a. Adam, uh, myself, Sid, Adam was an economics Jacob, major. But he's a politics guy. That's all true. you that love politics, uh, Adam, if you want a new voter, try and talk to Tom for five minutes. All politicians okay. are liars and there's no gold behind our currency. Okay. Slightly tilting. Um, I'm tilting. So a couple of trades this week. Uh, was this this week? I didn't even know if I saw this. You got Todd Gurley? No, that was last week. Did we? I don't think we talked about we that. We didn't talk about that. No, because that happened, happened on the tenth. That happened seven days ago. Derrick Henry yeah. and a couple of picks for Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley's available. I just think he's a lot better than Derrick Henry. I don't actually want Todd Gurley. If anyone wants to give me stuff yeah. for Todd Gurley, he's probably going to play this week. If he doesn't play this week, he'll definitely play next week. Please trade for Todd Gurley. Yeah, Todd Gurley for Derrick Henry and a second and a third. Any thoughts on that? Of uh, the Gurley trade? Yeah. I mean, no. No, like it's, it's pretty a, much a wash. Yeah, I I think Derrick Henry's the better asset personally. Why? Just because Todd chance. Todd Gurley's Derek Henry's a, awful. Yeah, he's, he's awful. But team. he's got Todd Gurley's got an arthritic knee. Um, but Todd, Todd Gurley does have a chance to be an RB one. Todd Gurley on season. one Derek, knee is there's better no than scenario Henry. in which Derrick Henry's ever an RB one. So ever, we had ever, ever, two ever. trades can't catch a pass. last Thursday late at night. Uh, we'll go through the Stefan Diggs trade. Let, no, I'm just defend this position. How in the world is Derrick Henry a better asset than Todd Gurley? Uh, I think Derrick Henry has a longer career span in Dynasty. But I think Derrick is not 100 to 200. You can't catch a pass. If you want, no. a, if you want, a, if you want an RB 20 for the rest of your life, then I guess. Yeah, cool. he's a solid RB two, but I don't think as good as you know. Todd who I see when I watch Derrick Henry run is Lendl White. Kool Aid Man. Lendl White. And how long was Lendl White's career in? in Tennessee. Not long. Tennessee. I don't know. Not long. Yeah. White. Well, he was really good at USC, and he was horrible in Tennessee because he's big. He's heavy, and then Chris Johnson replaced him. Yeah. So we're going to talk quickly about the Jacob and Lindsay Sometimes trade I here. I show my age. I remember Lendale White. <laughs> I didn't like football. I even know the USC. Um, so, Jacob, you sent Hopkins and Stills. Yeah. That is DeAndre Hopkins and yeah. Stills. For Stefan Diggs, Hunter yeah. Henry, and a first. Yeah. Take your funny. victory lap. Brad's 2021 first. Brad's um, 2021. I didn't even realize it was Brad's. Cool, Brad. You better make the playoffs, or Jacob's gonna. The rich are gonna get richer. Well, it's 2021. I'll mm-hmm. take whoever he drops. But still, um, I. I mean, I'm. I'm very happy with how this trade has gone early on, and I look forward to the rest of the season. And I look forward to the 2021 draft when I have three first round picks. I am looking forward to uh, the 2021. You have three first round picks. I have, I have in this draft. I have two firsts and three seconds, and in 2021, I have three firsts and two seconds. I actually hate you right now. I own Tom's firsts and seconds in 2020 and 2021. Yep. I have my first and seconds in 2020 and 2021. And, and I have Brad's second this year and his first next year. Lovely. Awesome. And then I think the really big trade of the week was between Brad and Tom. Uh, Tom got uh, Josh Gordon, Tyler Eifert, uh, Alvin Kamara, and DJ Chark. Uh, and Brad sent, er, and Brad got uh, Emmanuel Sanders, Julio Jones, uh, Duke Johnson, sorry, let me go back because I remember names, Jameson Crowder, and O.J. Howard. Tom, this is your trade. Yep. What do you think about it? What were your thought process here? Uh, I had enough enough depth that I could trade the Crowders of the world. Um, <laughs> I although, I, I admit, I, I didn't want to let him go. 
but I really wanted Chark. But do you see that your team is too crowded? Um, I tried to get Chark from Lindsay, but he wanted Odell plus, and I couldn't do that. So I knew that the minute that Brad made the trade for him, I knew I could get him. Um, so I went with, um, with getting Kamara and Chark for what I gave up, knowing that he needed plays immediately. So... Considering he had to play at least, I think he played four of the people I traded him. Um, it just sucked that I played, I guess it didn't matter in hindsight, but Gordon over Chark yeah. with the Gordon injury, which is now a two-week problem for me. But I think in the end, he's going to be more valuable than someone like Crowder for touchdowns. And and I, I just, I really like Kamara over yeah. Julio long-term. Do you know what else is important? The Jets lost tonight in those god-awful hideous aviator jerseys. I awful. hate them. Um, fuck the Jets. Go Leafs go. Go Leafs go. This is a pro one thing we can agree on. Yeah. Uh, you know what else we can agree on? I think Tom won this trade. Uh, Sorry, I'm Brad. No we'll see. On Brad's trade. We'll I, see. I think. I mean, it. You got right I mean, now. I, it's not working. Like, there's there's, a, there's a ton of depth pieces that could move things, but like I don't know. I think the headliners in the trade is Camara and Julio. I like Camara more than I like Julio, so that's why I would lean Tom. Yeah. But I do like, like, pull up the depth again. So I'm looking at the depth of this. I hate Eifert. Um, like, Gross. Well, Eifert doesn't exist. Um, Guys, I think Chark is the steal of that. Eifert doesn't exist. Okay, so I think Crowder I like better than Gordon. Yeah. Um, I agree. Eifert doesn't exist. So then, then the rest of it, I think Sanders, Johnson, and O.J. Howard for D.J. Chark. That's basically how that's I like. Work. That's basically how I worked even, it out. I guess. No, I have DJ Shark way higher than that. DJ Shark. Kind of how I worked out a, in my head. DJ Shark's a former second round pick that well, we all overlooked because he was injured last year. He's incredibly gifted. His his advanced stats don't lie. I, mean, it, I was pissed that I didn't accept the trade from Lindsay. Lindsay, you know this. We've texted about this hundred times. Why the fuck didn't I accept DJ Shark months or a month ago? Okay, so I'm actually going to do something that I don't normally do in this podcast, and I'm going to take Brad's side. Yay! Um, Everybody clap for Brad! I don't necessarily think Tom... No, I, I like the trade for Tom, but I, I don't think that this is as oh, much I'm, of a washout. I, I So I think, if you look at it this way, right? No, I, I think I think Kamara's better than Julio, but, I mean, we're looking now, Kamara's injured, so, mm-hmm. I mean, that's... I could see how you can get to a point where that's kind of a wash, right? Eifert is, is not really that much of an existent asset. Um, again, I like Crowder more than Gordon, so if I look at this... If I look at the other piece of this, of the Sanders... Johnson and Howard for Chark. Yeah, like, I mean, Chark is definitely the best long-term. But if we're looking purely at this season, I don't think there's that massive of a gap between Sanders and Chark. O.J. Howard isn't dead. Like, like O.J. Howard is still really talented. He's yep. still the most productive first two years tight end that we've ever seen in the NFL. He's not a great asset for this year, but he still has future value. And Duke Johnson's fine. Like, he's the kind of guy, if you have a bye week, you plug him in, he'll get you 9 to 12 points, and he's fine. I agree. I, I, I get the train. That, I'm not, I'm not I crazy it. into the chart train. I guess I don't know. Like to, to me, like uh, this. Look is, at, I ripped, look on, at I ripped chart. on Brad the first time because he traded Digs for Chark. Look at I don't it. think Chark is look God's at, gift to the world. But the way I see it is, Chark is my wide receiver three. Oh, he's a great. Wide so receiver. for me, so for me, when I look at that, maybe even uh, a low two. I didn't need him to be top tier. Like that's why I have Cup. So if you think about it, like for me in his position, like where those other guys are going to play for me, 
Like, where was Crowder going to play in that lineup with Julio, Cup? So, for oh, me, yeah. like, when I moved him, the thought process was is where he was going to end up in my lineup to the other guys. And I'm right. thinking, I don't have a super lot of, like, long-term dynasty plays. Chark's that guy. Right. And I also get it from your perspective, especially. Yeah. Like, you don't have a pick, basically. Yeah, Chark was third my rounder. Draft pick. You like, basically really... don't have a pick for two years, which yeah. means you need young guys. Totally fine with and, and Chark is that guy who has a chance to become a wide receiver one one day. Yep. And if you don't have a draft pick, you need to have those kind of guys. Yep. So, yeah. I think it was good. I think it was a good overall trade. I still take Tom's side on it, but I see why Brad did it. Uh, it's going to hopefully propel him to the playoffs this year. Um, so, we're going to look ahead here. Uh, Tom, we're going to get your thoughts on these. Um, we're going to go through this week's matchups. Um, last week was probably Quick the picks. most entertaining. Quick picks. This has been a yeah. long pod. Yeah, this is probably the most. Last week's the most entertaining I've had watching our games. There was a lot of yeah, really close fun. ones that went back and forth. Uh, this week, with bye weeks, a uh, few that are definitely interesting. So, we're going to start with. Uh, uh, my team, the, Kyle, the Kyler Instincts against the David London. Did you mean to type your name in like that? Yep. It clearly says the David London. Yep. So who are you taking in that game, Tom? Are you taking yourself? Or are you taking 100%. some more play and taking me? Uh, Austin's never beaten me, and that stretch is going to continue. You know what? I'm going to take myself. Shocker. I don't think I'm going to win. But I'm going to bet on myself, because I always bet on myself. Super Tyreek Hill had a kind of a... Actually, he had a good game overall. Fluky. I'm, well, I mean, Tyreek Hill was fluky, but the points are the points. So, at that point, like, that part's over. Um, I, oh, this is close. Right, okay, so right now it's projected 160 to 145, but I don't think Kamara plays. So, I feel like it's probably closer to even than that. Like, there's a lot of line, there's a lot of things I don't like on times. Le'Veon Bell against New England is Love it. icky. Love it. Um... He's not uh, gonna face starting Rex box. Burkhead is sadness. Had to. Um, like, yeah, I don't know. You're going to start Rex Burkhead and Gerald Everett if Kamara doesn't play, I guess, right? Is that what we're looking at? Kamara's going to play. He's just going to play 50% of the snaps. Yeah, I don't think Kamara's playing. Nah. And anyway, that's why Latavius Murray's okay, in my lineup. How about this? If Kamara plays, I'm picking Tom. If Kamara doesn't play... I'm picking Tom, but I think it's close. I think Kamara's getting traded. Because so, I do, I do love... What what Austin's got right here? There's a great matchup. Kyler Murray is gonna light up the fuck out of the Giants. Yep. Evan Ingram is scoring 25 minimum against Arizona. Oh, I can't wait for um, that game. And uh, that I game cannot will wait. Yeah. Nothing will bring me more satisfaction after I had an argument with Tom about whether or not Marcus Peters is actually good than when DK Metcalf dusts Marcus Peters for a 55 yard touchdown in the first quarter. <laughs> I can't so wait fun. if DK Metcalf scores. A big touchdown, and I beat he's you. I will run. Laps. I have DK Metcalf in my league, so he's going. Oh. He's going to double move Marcus Peters out of existence. DK Metcalf, fifty yard touchdown. Marcus Peters isn't going to be on DK Metcalf. Humphrey is. So you, then I, you don't think Humphrey's going to travel with Lockett? Because if Humphrey doesn't travel with Lockett, then Lockett's going to go for hundred and fifty. They can continuously dump the ball off eight yards to Lockett all day. The Ravens will take it. I, I so I. Someone, Ravens Marcus aren't going to get beat some, Marcus how, Peters will either guard how many Tyler times Lockett has the Ravens been or Mark, DK Metcalf, and yeah. one of them is going to double move Marcus Peters because Marcus Peters is a guesser. He's not a very good cornerback. Keep, keep in mind, you admit, you're not just beating gonna, the corner. You're trying to beat Earl Thomas deep. Good luck. Go for it. So We're going to see. The Seahawks are going to win that game by a lot. Jacob is going to take uh, Tom, uh, no matter they what. They barely but, beat the Browns. Yeah. Uh, our next game oh, here. Oh, because the Ravens also beat the Browns? 
You know, that was the third most rushing yards they've given up probably ever in uh, history. So we're going to so move on whatever. before we get to the Baltimore shots here. Our next game is uh, Drake's new favorite team, uh, mean the Lindsay number one Habib. offense in the NFL? The yeah. Lindsay Habib's team is not the number one offense in the Frozen Tundra Dynasty podcast. Oh. But he goes up against Team IR of Coco's team. Uh, this one's projected to be a 152 to 130. I'm taking Lindsay's team. I think he gets a good win here. I can hope for Coco's I'm, team. I would love to see Coco's team win this, but Lindsay's going to win this game. I'm taking Lindsay's team. Yeah. Tom? Uh... Coco. You're taking Coco. Yeah, such a hater. Um, our next game here is Adams. No, I'm, one I'm, shark. I'm going full uh, Colin Coward here. Yeah, I like it. Uh, one shark among 11 fish. 6 no Adam Skip Pollock. Bayless, but fuck that guy. Um, Again, Sid's Cheese and Packers. Adams already put 25 points on defense, and he's still only projected to win by 10 points. Sid's got Saquon back. If anyone is going well, Adam to Adam has massive buy problems. Yeah, he's, he's got, got Caffrey, Connor, and Landry all on buy. I think that this is the week. Adam loses because of those buys. Nah. So, no. So, I'm taking Sid. He's got a horseshoe up his ass. Yeah. I'm taking Sid. I'm taking Sid. I think she can pull it off. It's going to take a small miracle. It's going to take some Jared Goff positive regression. Some Jared Goff to Cooper Cup. That's what I'm calling. You know what? I don't... Okay. I like Sid's matchups. Goff against Atlanta. Atlanta sucks. Sean Watson indoors against Indy. He's probably going to score a lot of points. Barkley against Arizona. He's going to score 8 million points. Um... I just explained that I think Lockett is going to have a really nice game against Baltimore. I agree. Um, we have, I mean, like, I don't know about Ridley and Sanu against L.A., but it's probably going to be a high-scoring game, so I think they should be able to put up some points. Um, yeah, you know what? Oh, Adam has Eckler and Allen against Tennessee. That game is just death. Like, yeah. it's going to be like 14 to 13. Yep. Everything's just going to get sucked the life out of that game. Um, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm picking Sid. We got Fuck Tom. You. Adam. They're taking Adam, going to 7 0. Uh, our next game here, we've got Trevor and his 0 6 team up against Jacob's tanking hey, team. That's not tanking. He's good. Tanks over nukes. He's, it's a 145 to 140 projection. Trevor's Thanks, only down Bryce. by 5 points. Royce Freeman had Sleep a great. It doesn't matter. Royce Freeman had a great start here. I'm Can Trevor pull Trevor it off? So bad. Can, I'm not picking. I'm taking Jacob. Pick I'm picking Jacob. If Trevor wins this game, I will be thrilled, though. I mean. Okay, uh, here the darkest timeline for my team is that I'm I'm starting three players in the Detroit mini game, which is going to be a really awful looking game. Did you see the Detroit Green um, Bay game? Because it's going to be that, but worse. I mean, like that, that game is just going to be sad. So like, I don't love that. But what I do love is Tevin Coleman against Washington. Um, I I love Darren Waller checkdowns in garbage time against Green Bay. Um, I love if Todd Gurley plays. And if not, then Daryl Henderson will get all the touches, and one of either one of them is going to put up like thirty fucking points on Atlanta. Um, and I love Devin's. Oh, I am fuck fuck these Roto World writers. This fucking triggered me. Devin Singletary is going to put up fucking twenty points against Miami. This bitch ass Roto World writer that wrote the team's number one running back Frank Gore will no doubt shoulder the workload, but Singletary may see around five touches. Fuck that guy. Devin Singletary saw seventy percent of the snaps in Week One. He saw ten touches in that game. He was at fifty-seven yards and a touchdown in Game Two before he got hurt, and I think like the second quarter. So Devin Singletary is going to be just fine. He's going to destroy Miami, and I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Um, so I'm taking Jacob. You taking Jacob over Trevor? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, close. Uh, our next game here, we got Hendo against Kieran, and Kieran's team's entire team is on bye, so we're taking Brad Henderson. I think that's agreed. Talked about this earlier. Yeah, I'm taking Brad's Brad. Taking Brad, Brad, we like you, Brad. No, no I'm taking, taking Kieran? Kieran out of sheer hope for the division. 
There you go. Brad, note who your friends are in this podcast. Yeah. Not and our last game barely needs to be talked hey, about. Brad, it's... go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> our last game is Marty against Andrew. I know we think sleeper projections are stupid. Do you want to know what the projected line is? 99% chance Jameson wins. Here's this why. the worst <laughs> app in fantasy football history. It's awful. not. It's fantastic. It's awful. Jameson is projected to score 156. Marty's projected to score 101. He had Patrick Mahomes. He had Philip Lindsay put 4.2 <laughs> points up. He had Noah Fant. And he had LaShawn McCoy. So that game's over. No that game's over. Why would he play Noah Fant? He doesn't have another tight end. Look at his roster. Oh, his other options were Vernon Davis and Blake Jarwin. Yeah. So I would have taken Vernon. Moral, he's probably also taken yeah. Vernon. So, point is, uh, those are our games up here. Um, so, we're getting a little tight on time. First on, we want to thank Tom for joining us on this episode of the Frozen Tundra Dynasty podcast. Uh, Tom, any last words before we get to Jacob's rant? Oh, I don't even know if I have a rant this week. Oh, I got a few. Oh, let's let you, know what? you know what? Let's we're going to let our guest have a rant. So, here's how it works, Tom. I put one minute on the clock as you hear every single week. You can rant about anything you want, preferably fantasy football related. Uh, and if I'm nice, I give you a minute and a half. How's that oh. sound? Well, a minute and a half. You want know. a minute and a half? Okay. You okay. feeling good? You feeling good? Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is David London himself, right? Oh, yeah. Let's go. And he's going to start a round. So my biggest problem this year with uh, football as a whole is that it, it, it's a complete disadvantage to defenses, period. And I, I really dislike how little offenses have a chance to compete in games that that just I, I don't even know how to quantify what I'm saying. So basically <laughs> what I'm saying is you look at how easily it shifted in a game. Like play by play. You know, I've completely lost my train of thought. You know what? I'm going to jump in here then while you gain train of thought together. You know what I didn't like this year? Fucking ref ball. Fuck ref ball. Did you see? This is what I sorry. Yes. This is what I mean. Yeah. So for for fantasy football and defenses, let's take PPR for example. PPR is bullshit. Defenses have there's no way to defense PPR in fantasy football. You get a guy who who's god awful in Royce Freeman who can put up 16 points because Joe Flacco can't throw farther than two yards. How are you supposed to defend against that? It's not even about playing who's best. It's 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 a joke. You can accidentally win a game, and and like you there's did, no way to defend that. Like you did three times last year against me. Hey, take it or lose it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It it just it's I think it's garbage. So you take someone like myself who I don't take analytics and I don't take advanced stats the same way that other people do like i take the game as i'm seeing that's it that's why he's booger mcfarland it takes it it takes a lot out of it like i have a hard time watching uh uh games and separating fantasy football and and, and real games like it's it just the way they've butchered defenses kills me it kills me they can't do anything and that is Tom's rant of the week. Thank you for joining us here today, Tom. Yeah, I lost my train of yeah, thought there. That's okay. I am going to take 30 seconds here to rant. Uh, my rant of the week was that fucking Packers-Lions game where the refs literally fucked. gave it to the Packers. Uh, ref ball needs to end. Let the boys play. I'm all about making the game a little bit more safer. You know I'm a big fan of that. But let the boys play. Um, that's all i got to say. So Grow some fucking eyes. And honestly. stop replay. Replay is so fucking stupid. We've all been on this earth for many years seeing bad ref calls 
from Little League baseball to Pop Warner football to WNBA basketball. To, to Little Mountain know, softball. Yeah, I know who you're talking you know about, what? deaf guy who can't hear me. You know Fuck what? you. You know what? Refs sometimes suck, and we live with it. But I would actually, it is so aggravating to live in a world where you can simultaneously, in the same game, see Cleet fucking Blakeman call two phantom hands-to-the-face penalties for no good reason, and we can't challenge that. But on pass interference, and we try to challenge bogus calls on T.Y. Hilton against the Chiefs, screams to mind. Golden Tate against the Patriots comes to mind. And probably at least 40 others that, that they're just not going to review. It is ridiculous. We have wrong calls all of the fucking time that we have to live with, and then we have this goddamn review that takes five minutes off of the football game with no intention of ever doing it. It's fucked. Fuck the refs. So, so much for Fuck having so much for Jacob not having a rant this week. But with that being said, we've ran a little bit late here. So for week seven here, we wish you the best of luck as uh, fantasy football frozen tundra dynasty podcast. We wish everyone the best of luck. Unless your name's Tom Tippett. Fuck you, you're going down this week, as we say every single week. Alright, we got some news about Mahomes here. Hey, you know what? Get healthy soon, Mahomes. It's always better to watch you play some football. Besides that, take care. Enjoy guys. Clear eyes, full hearts. Fuck that.